The Last Word with Matt Cooper. It's money time with Charlie West and personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Let's get the bad news out of the way first. Well, I suppose it's good news that energy prices are going to fall. But hang on, they're not falling like anything like the way they went up over the last year and a half, are they? No, we're, and we're waiting patiently for this to happen, Matt. I mean, you know, as we know, wholesale prices are down, way down. The latest figures out last week show they were down 36%. And they've continued to fall all year. So the expectation is that, okay, come on, give us a break here. You know, you've, you've really pushed up prices numerous times last year, countless times. There's something like 56 separate increases in gas and electricity prices. You know, electricity is doubled to about two grand a year for a typical family. We want a break, guys. We want a break. And what, I, I asked an independent guy, Paul Dean. He's a, a, he's a man with a, a doctorate in, in uh, he's an energy Doctor expert. UCC. In UCC. He's very, very good and he reckons look at you know they, they, the, the energy companies have now covered their losses because they had hedged against higher prices and prices wholesale prices were very volatile all through last year but they, they may be out of the worst of it now he thinks he says so we can expect small cuts probably 10-20% by the autumn it's not great and it's where's not going to bring us back where's the regulator where's the regulator Charlie yeah I think the regulator you know should really get more involved oh, we've, we've only seen Pinergy cut prices nobody else none of the big guys the regulator will say to you hold on a minute here the legislation states we don't get involved in setting up prices but they, I think they could ask these energy companies as they do in some European countries to publish their, their hedging figures you know tell us exactly how long you've bought uh, energy, wholesale energy ahead of the you know the market and at what prices. So we'd know then if they're yeah, being tra- honest. But it's transparency. It. Yeah, we've no transparency. And and I've said this to the regulator a number of times. You, you need to be out there more often, guys, and you know, advocating on behalf of the consumer, but they they get involved in esoteric stuff about the market. Um, you know, people desperately want a more intrusive regulator. And we are missing an opportunity here for the government to change the rules, change the law, and give the regulator powers to intervene. Okay, after all, in England are much more intrusive them than we are here. We're very passive. France, other countries, far more, uh, m- more bigger coming down on top of energy companies than here. We just let it happen to us here and it drives people insane. It's not good enough and it's not fair. Okay, tell us about the plan that credit unions have to undercut banks with a low-cost national mortgage brand. Yeah, some credit unions offer mortgages already, Matt, but it's all very individualistic. You know, each credit union is is owned and run separately and they all have their own different mortgage offering. Some of them are offered variable rates, some of them are offered variable and fixed rates. They've all got different um, uh, interest rates, for example, some as low as 2.95. But there's no standardised credit union mortgage and some credit unions don't offer uh, mortgages at all so the idea here is that all the credit union bodies have got together including the rival representative bodies you know the League of, for Credit Unions and the, the CUDA the Credit Union Development Association they've all got together and they set up a very professional outfit to come up with proposals for a national coordinated credit union uh, national mortgage brand low cost, no gimmicks um, and you know their funding is completely different to the banks they're not um, beholden to the money market so they can offer very good value and they're asking now for funding to put this together it'd be as way as well as getting around the fact that there's limits set on them by the central bank on how much lending they can do so the whole thing is it's, it, it, I've seen the document uh, marked confidential and, and this is you know what they're planning they're planning no gimmicks how quickly 
Will they be able to bring this? Yeah, to the well, you know, they, they, you could be talking early next year. You know, they, they they need to get the funding together and and uh, and you know, get credit unions to agree to this, uh, and and then they could develop a, a decent product that would put it up to the banks. It really would put it up to them because it'd be cheaper. There'd be none of this nonsense where existing customers are are charged less than new customers, or that you know, uh, the, the bigger the mortgage you, you borrow, the bigger the amount you borrow, the less you pay, and that kind of crack and fees for 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 paying off early. None of that. It just would be a pl- very plain, very straight, very honest, upfront mortgage offering that could really shake up the market. Something else to finish out. Um, secret bank accounts. I mean, transparency in a relationship and honesty is very important. But are you honest if you have a secret bank account? the existence of which you hide from your partner. Yeah, it is interesting. Aviva did some research and found that about one in ten adults uh, who are in a relationship have a secret bank account, Matt. The runaway money. Runaway money, you could call it. And look, if you're in an abusive relationship, you should have runaway money. Let's let's say that. But on the other hand, is it financial infidelity? You know, are you hiding something that's as important as money from Might the partner? Might it be necessary to actually ensure that your other half doesn't spend every, every cent you have? Well, some people, they were asked why they have secret bank accounts. These people had them and they said, look, the other half isn't good with money. So, you know, I have to keep some money in reserve. Other reasons given was it was to generate a sense of security. So that, you know, if they needed money, it's there. Uh, and, and some people just want something that's just completely their own, that they don't have to share. Uh, or, or, or others say, look, they've always had a bank account. This is one that they forgot to mention. <laughs> I doubt that. But anyway, um, so, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's there. It's a, it's a peace of mind thing. It's access to savings if they need them in the future. And it, it's surprising the number of people who have one, one in ten or, or it's, it's, it's easy but more then again, not every couple would have a joint bank account either, would they? No, some people operate it separately and, you know, they, made, they, they share bills and, you know, whatever system they have. But often you have couples with, they, they each have an individual bank account and then they have a joint account for paying bills, mortgages and electricity and gas or whatever. Um, so, but, but then others would just have one joint account between them. So it varies from, from, from couple to couple, whatever works, I suppose. But, you know, are, are secret bank accounts a good idea? <laughs> Depends on the circumstances, but... Um, I think you need to be honest, you know, and and, and on upfront with, with each other, probably. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Thank you. We're getting so many comments about the last item. And here's one I'll just read and we'll get to more later. Colm says, we did the open top hop-off hop-off bus of Dublin last year. The dereliction and filth you can see from a height as you go around the city is like nothing I've ever seen in any other hop-on, hop-off tour of cities I've done across Europe. I was embarrassed to be Irish listening to the comments of other tourists around us on the bus. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.